Having spent the better part of the last 10 years covering the restaurant industry, I've been fortunate enough to cross paths with the country's top chefs. What I've always enjoyed most about these culinary encounters aren't necessarily the meals or the dishes themselves, though they certainly are memorable, but rather the conversations and discussions which we've had once service has come to a close. Now I'm sharing these conversations with you. Join me around the table. This is After Service with Steve. This week, I'm at Jackie Cameron School of Food and Wine, a chef school tucked away within the rolling hills of Hilton. It's here where Chef Jackie Cameron is nurturing the next generation of South African chefs, training her students to an international standard and readying them for their time in the industry. I'm here with a very good friend of mine, Jackie Cameron, at the Jackie Cameron School of Food and Wine. Jax, thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Of course. No, it's always very special being at the school, especially this time of year. The new students have just come in. How's the year been going? Um, it has been extremely busy. Yeah, they're all very busy behind us. <laughs> There's, I think we're in, what, what, we're in like week three, and we've already done six functions. Oh, my word. Besides all the theory we've got through and, and everything else. So yeah. it's a great start. Uh, what, what I've come to realize is that it's, there's never a quiet moment at the Jackie Cameron School of Food and Wine, that's for sure. We know that, for sure. And I mean, yes. this is your seventh intake, yeah. eighth year? So eighth year, seventh intake. It's just, that's yeah, time is flying. Yeah, when you think I was, crazy. Yeah, when you think I was at Hartford for 12 years, nearly 12 years, and that was almost, that felt like a lifetime. Yeah. This is just seriously just flashed by. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy. And to, I mean, I think back to judging the second intake of students' first yeah. exams, yes. final exams. Yeah. And it, it does seem like yesterday. Mm. Um, and it's really just, yeah, it's really my favorite time of year because getting to meet the students and then and, and judge judging them, them you know, grading their exams. And what I especially love is then seeing them in the industry afterwards. It's a really cool transition seeing them. And I think what's exactly what you said. So now what's special yeah. this year is that you're seeing them like at the beginning. Yeah. And then it's coming back after they've been here for 18 months and they're doing their, their final, the final, if you want to say yeah. final dinner. And exactly what you said, <clears throat> it's unbelievable how many people that get to know the students over the, over the year that they're here with me, that they actually go to Cape Town, they go to Johannesburg, they go to Durban, not to go and eat at the top chef's restaurant. Yes, my students do go to the, exactly, the top yeah. restaurants, but they go specifically to see my students. So they will go to, they'll go to Fane to see, like when Saxon was yeah, there, exactly. um, now, now Joel's there, or they will go to the Lekalum yeah. group and go and see all you know, the students that are there. Yeah. Um, and they base their trips on, on bumping on into bumping the students. Into students. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it really is cool. No, it's amazing. And I, I mean, I, as you say, that your students really do go to the creme de la creme of the restaurant industry. You know, I've seen Joel would fain recently. Mm, yeah. um, there are a few students who've currently got a test kitchen in Joburg. Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, you know, we've got Cherry who is at Lackalum as yeah, head yes, pastry yes, chef. Yeah, head pastry. Yeah, yeah. Well, a, she's actually she's gone on to sous chef. Has she gone on to sous chef? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah incredible. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. so awesome to watch their development from, you know, this really early stage to where they, become, where they go mm. and being in these amazing restaurants, these esteemed restaurants. Mm. It's, and it's I think, really you know, you, I say every year, I have a new batch of students. Yes. I have a new WhatsApp group. Yeah. <laughs> I have more students um, 
requesting more of me every yeah. every year. So as the years go on, it's just I don't think I'm even. <laughs> I know I'm busy now, but as the years yeah, go on, it's just going to be permanently on WhatsApp. It's <laughs> seriously not going to be a time available. But it is. It's, it really is cool. And so. A lot of the students keep in touch, but yeah. some don't, and it's all the different personalities. Definitely. But it is something that's very special, is is like keeping up to date with them, and finding out where they are, where they're going, what what are they enjoying, and it's the most bizarre things that they do contact me about. Chef, I need advice on this. Um, and chef, yeah. So I always say, once a JC student, always, always a 100%. JC student, <laughs> and that it is a mentoring course. Yeah. It's it really isn't a chef course. It's, it's a mentoring, it's a mentoring course. course. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's amazing because, I mean, obviously I see them all around the country and I always get like a sometimes a shy little wave from behind <laughs> the past depending who the head chef is. And, you know, often then I'll go after service and say, hi. What's always so impressive <laughs> is that these chefs speak so highly of your students. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's just testament to your course. Yeah, thank you very much. And I think, you know, going to things like the Eat Out Awards yeah. and I almost get put into the corner because I have these chefs coming up to me and like, Jackie, we want your students. You haven't sent us enough students. And I'm like, guys, you need, you know, I need, yeah. I don't have enough students at, precisely at this moment to feed the industry, the industry for yeah. lack of other words. And then, it is um, a rel it's relatively small compared yeah. to the rest of yeah. the chef schools. But I think the offering, you know, is tailored to that. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is the, the me being with them every minute of every day, yeah. you know, um, does make, does make the difference. And you've yeah. been there. I mean, yeah. speaking of, you know, these top 10 restaurants, you were, you know, one of the front runners of, you know, the chef scene back when you were at Hartford House. Yeah. You know, top 10, yeah. and I think the youngest chef to get a yeah, spot we, in the top 10. Yeah, we 25 got, at the time. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> you said it, I didn't say it. <laughs> but, I, you know, at 25 years old, sure, when I started at Hartford, I just wanted to be, you know, just, and it was Anne Stevens yeah. had her top 30. Okay. And I just wanted to be recognized in that. I didn't even really know who the top 30, who the top 10, yeah. anything. And then we got into Anne Stevens' top 10. And I was like, wow, that, that was in KZN, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then making it was the Dan, Anna Chapido had a list, the Dan top 10. And okay. she put us into fine dining. And yes, yeah, I was yeah, 25 was... years old then. So, and then it was Eat Out the following year. And so it really just opened up doors, yeah, you know. Just... And I think that's what... We always say is that for my students, it's it's so important because we I understand what the standard yeah. is. I understand what the what the chefs expect. Exactly. You've worked it, which yeah. is yeah, I think quite impressive. Uh, <laughs> so and then yeah, yeah, why why how how do we go from you know number five? I think yeah. was at the time number, number five, five yeah. restaurant in the country to yeah. opening a chef school. Yeah. So it was. Oh, I had I would say I had many sixty different students from every other chef school okay. in the um, in the industry um, at the time. And it was just working very closely with the students um, and realizing that, and speaking to the chefs and figuring out what we need yeah. in the industry from a okay. student. So it was, and I think also sending out beautiful plates of food was, was great, but what started getting me you know, it wasn't getting me up in the mornings. Yeah. It, what was getting me up in the mornings was my staff, um, seeing their development, seeing their growth, having somebody in that had come from, you know, I say standard eight, but yeah. a, a grade 10 education maybe, and going into scullery, working in scullery, then moving onto breakfast, and then moving into patisserie and doing hand-tempered chocolates and Turkish delights and all these beautiful friandies. 
that was what was so getting me excited. So even then, it was about yeah, the education 100%. of it yeah. that you were. And that was yeah. so. It was that I was figuring out that the industry needed me to open a chef school. Yeah. That the chefs were that were the chefs were crying for it. That um, and that that was becoming my passion more yeah. and more. That it was the teaching and training that was getting That's me up every morning. That's what you enjoyed the most. Yeah. yeah. So, and then it was my parents had this beautiful home and. What were they going to do with yeah. it? So it all kind of came interlinked. So um, completely. Yeah. And that was in 2000 and? Yeah, so I started all my teaching and training yeah. in 2019. Okay. I was nearly every single off day. Yeah. I was, was it 2019? No, 2009. Yeah, it has to be earlier than <laughs> 2000, that. Yeah. 2000, yes, yes, because my school. What exactly. are we in? <laughs> 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 no, no, completely wrong. 2009, was 2009? Was okay. it 2009? No, it must have been a bit later than that. Yeah, no, I opened, no, man. It was 2009. It must have been, yes, it was 2009. Exactly. Because 2014, I opened, I left Hartford. Okay, and then, Yes. Oh, I feel like I'm getting very yeah. old now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so 2009 is correct, the correct date. Correct you. I did all my teaching and training facilitating. Okay. So I was continuously going back. Every single off day, I was driving back and forth to Joburg and doing all of those lectures. And that was all internationally recognized that I did that. And then, yeah, 2009. And then 2014, I left Hartford. Okay. 2015 was my first, first intake. intake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then, I mean, you speak of the international training. And I think that is what is so impressive is that you do train your students to this international level. What is the program they go through? So, international, we were the first school in the country that was internationally accredited for both food and wine. Okay. So, we do with Laureate Abingdon, the yes. WSET Level 2. And it just makes sense. You know, it's, it's, it's a course that is hugely recognized, is, is most highly reco um, recognized course in the world for, for wine understanding yes. and knowledge. So it made sense that we would bring that to my school. And the international side, you know, if you're wanting to be a chef, you're wanting to travel. You've got to be exposed to the international standard of what it is all about. And I've been lucky enough that I've gone overseas 30 times. You know, I've, I've cooked. Yeah, through cooking. It's through cooking. Just, yeah, yeah, it's not like a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, it's, um, I think in the 30 times that I went overseas, I only paid for one of my flights. So, <laughs> yeah, so I always say that I, I was staying in beautiful, like, six-star, you know, five, six, yeah. seven-star accommodation, but working, um, very different to kind of the way that most of yeah, the other people, people. <laughs> are traveling overseas. And definitely, yeah, my sister and I often have chuckle about it because yeah. she's kind of backpacked around. And, uh, you and know, you were staying yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Resort, but that I could yeah. never afford, completely could never afford, <laughs> but it was lovely to stay there. And um, so with, with all of that, um, it's... And having all those friends and relationships overseas, internationally also, it's just opening the students' eyes. Yeah. And I think we always speak about international, international, but I always say to my students, they have to go overseas. Yes. They have to experience it to truly know what we have. No, of course. So, because if you always think it's greener over there, it, it really isn't, because our food here yeah. is just phenomenal. And you will only know how great our food is in South Africa until you've been, until you've been there, yeah. and then, yeah. And you've gone to all those Michelin star restaurants and you've gone to all those top 50 restaurants yeah. and then come back and pay the RAND price <laughs> and have the experience that we have. And then it's, yeah, it's yeah, just, it, yeah, you, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't compare. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think what's interesting there is that do you find that this international qualification then opens more doors overseas? Yeah. 
it allows them to, to, to get overseas yeah. um, that much easier. Yeah. And now we do the 18-month course, and we also do a three-year three course. Yeah. And I've actually been, this year, I've had the most conversations with recruitment agencies, international recruitment agencies, that are phoning me and saying, we want your students overseas, in America, Australia, you, you name it. Yeah. And um, I think it's, if it's Canadian, I had a lady phoning me recently, I might be mistaken, but they're saying that to do a chef diploma, yeah. a three-year chef diploma, you get the same amount of points as a university degree. Okay, amazing. Because people are so de desperate to get yeah. chefs into the country. So it's just getting that much more easier to get overseas. And to travel. And fast. to travel. Yeah. And, to, and I know we were saying like a lot of my students are, are local, um, as in South Africa, but we do. We have students that are in America. We have students yeah. on, a lot of them are going on to yachts. A lot of, of them, course. you know, are, are getting going on to super yachts and doing that. Um, so they are dotted around, dotted around the, the world. world. Yeah, Zandi is now at, yeah, with Jan. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how Instagram keeps, yeah, keeps, keeps us, us all in touch. <laughs> Even when I don't see the students, I still know what they're doing. Um, yeah. And aside from the, obviously, the qualification part, what I really respect is the respect you instill in your students because I think there's this notion that to be a chef you have to be this really, you know, almost aggressive, loud, swearing. It's, it's, it's had this reputation of being a really rough industry. You know, work till you're exhausted, keep yeah. on working. And I think um, you've done a fantastic job of instilling respect in your students as well. Mm. Do you think the industry is changing in that regard? Yeah, well, <laughs> I've been in it for 23 years. Yeah. The industry's changed hugely. Um, yeah, everyone's a lot nicer. And that's what I, I keep on telling the students. Yeah. We're all nice now. They're yes. like, really? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think um, what I was actually just messaging a student a few minutes ago, yeah. and she was saying she was battling with this and that, and she's on her off days, she's spent a bit of more time with herself and going to the beach and just getting her mind right. Yeah. Um, very happy in her placement and everything, but yeah. just, just needing to, and this is the advice that I've given her. Yeah. And I just said to Ash, who's in my office, I was like, mm, I give my students this advice, yes, but do I do? But, do. I, but I, did I ever do that? Yeah. Um, but it is really, a lot of the course is about um, getting balance, um, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Well, for one of the students, it might be, um, going out for a run, another student might be meeting up for a cup of coffee, yeah. whatever it is, you, you've got to involve that in your find life that. to find that balance, yeah, exactly. um, which I don't know if I've ever really, really mastered yet. <laughs> mastered yet, but my students seem yeah, to be well, able to get exactly. it right. You know, those who can't teach. <laughs> yeah. <So>. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it is, it's, it is really an, an important, and the respect element is that um, I'm very old school yeah. in my ways, um, extremely. So there's like no, there's no gray areas yeah. at all. Like if you're five minutes late, you're late. Yeah. Um, complete black and white. Um, and that's what the industry is about because exactly. you, you are, you know, you've got, you've got people to serve. You've got, you've got teams to look after. If you, if you're five minutes late, you're letting down the team. Yeah. So it's all about respect. So it's respect for yourself. It's coming to, to school, coming to work looking presentable, looking neat and tidy. I remember one of the first things, when the first Eat Out Awards I went to, and Pete Goff Wood was yeah. there, and he came up to me and he shook his hand, and he's like, I cannot believe it. Your, your students have like an iron jacket and polished shoes, and look at their aprons. Yeah. And he was just like, 
I'm like, yeah. You know, <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. What, what do you expect? But that, that is one of the things that are mostly commented to me yes. is about how the presentation of my students. And that's important. what I say, like, it's so important. Yeah. No longer are students, are chefs in the back of the 100%. kitchen. No. You know, you've got to be able to come out. And I know we do Pay these. Part in service. Yeah, yeah, I know we do these sundown events and we do lots of events. And I get the students to come out and speak and present yeah. their food and. Um, my parents were mentioning the other night that it's so important that Definitely. this is what, because yeah, chefs are no longer, you've got to be able to come out. Like I would never have done all those trips yeah, if you overseas weren't. if I hadn't come out and made that relationship, made that connection. Yeah. So a lot of the school is about um, building those relationships. Yeah, and um, how to present properly. Yeah, and yeah, that's amazing. for sure. And then I know what else you're super passionate about. And obviously it's from, you know, your background at Hartford and being one of the first like top female chefs in the country is women in the kitchen. And obviously, um, I mean, if we look at your team, you've got a really diverse mix of people. Yeah. Uh, how do you find that the attitude or perception of, you know, women in the kitchen has changed? Is it the same? What, what are you seeing in the industry? I know we often talk about women yeah. always being in pastry. Yeah. When I was at Hartford, yeah. no matter male, female, yeah. age, whatever, uh, if it was somebody I hadn't worked with and I had, was just about to employ them or they were going through the probation period, I always put them in pastry. Yeah. So I always put them on pastry on the base that it's, it's difficult, it's hard, it's got to be precise. And I felt that even somebody in hot kitchen, in my kitchen, had to be that precise. Yes. And there were recipes to follow. And it was always a discussion. But if we as a joint team decided that this is how we are doing something, no matter if it was myself, my sous chef, my chef de party, whoever it was, we all did it to that standard. It was not like, oh, you have your recipe for that and I have it. It was yeah. a set standard. So that was... So I felt if somebody could could do pastry, they could do the rest of my kitchen. Yes. So that on that was always my thoughts going forward. But the, the frustrating thing for me is when I have two students, a male and a female, and they go into a top With, restaurant, yeah. and the female automatically gets put into the patisserie yeah. kitchen, and the male goes into the grill. When I know at different times when it's happened, yeah. that female... Student is, is actually better. Is <laughs> so much stronger yeah. on the hot kitchen. Yeah. Um, so and there's yes, I'm not getting wrong. There's there's lots of females that enjoy yeah, patisserie sure. kitchen. Enjoy. There's also guys that enjoy it, 100%. and that's hundred percent. But the frustration is why is naturally yes. if, two, if a male and female start on the same day, yes. the you female know very will go to, about both yeah, of them. You know, very, the male will go into hot yeah. kitchen. Um, and for me, like if if you ask me, what do I miss? because I'm cooking more now yeah. than I ever cooked at Hartford with, with these students yeah. and teaching and training and educating. I miss the hot kitchen. I miss okay. that drive. I miss that, you know, the, yeah, that the rush. Of the but we also do lots of functions. Yeah. And I do have students under me, so there's, there's huge rushes <laughs> that happen. But, yeah, I think um, it's just, yeah, it's just that base is that. But I think kitchen, like I said earlier, kitchens are nicer places. Yeah. Um, kitchens are happier places. Um, and that's... It's, Phenomenal. So there, there definitely has been a change. A change. So you are um, seeing that change where your students are getting more yeah. diverse training. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but they still, yeah, they're go still. into pastry. <laughs> most <laughs> of them. Yeah. Not all of them, but, but most, most of them. them. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And then, would, would, do, you have, do you have a say? Do you have a bit of a, okay. do you have a, bit of a discussion with the chef? Or do you kind yeah. of leave it up so to... Also, it comes down to it, yeah. yeah. So normally, I do a lot of coaching with my students. Um to the point that most times the chef doesn't even know I'm chatting with yes. the student. So 
um, I think that's what's important because it's not for me to phone up the chef and go, yes. you know, yeah, you're, not it's their, just like, you're not their mom. <laughs> yes, not, but also their moms are not allowed yes, to phone the chef. Either. Like, the, the mom can't do that. They actually, the, the parents sign a, a document yeah, before they, they will not get involved. That, the, that <laughs> there will be no involvement from the parents to the chef. No, no, embarrassing. No, it can't happen. So they sign that document, but also it's it's important that um, oh, you find your voice. You yeah, know? but they do. They're in mm. the big wide world, you know. Exactly. Um, so they yeah. So at times I'll say you know um, go and speak to the chef, ask to move around the kitchen, yeah. and most chefs understand, of course, they, and they only want people to um, to want to learn more and yes. be and, and the kind of kitchens that that my students are going into. Oh, the, Every every minute of every day they're learning. They're, they're learning. getting you yeah. know. And I wanted to say like the the partnerships, the relationships that I've built over the years, that I can place my students in these phenomenal restaurants. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just thank you to all the chefs that are out there that no. do accept them because uh, yeah, what they're learning and how they grow. You see them. Completely. You know, I yeah. see them after leaving here after a year, and then then you you know then six months they come back and it's just phenomenal the, no. the growth. Completely. And, and it's completely, yeah, the shapes, the setup, the environments. It's yeah, really special. What, what I love seeing when we do judge their final exam is what each of them have learned from their placements as well. Yeah. Because they've obviously all got this phenomenal core knowledge from being here. But then you really do see the influences of the restaurants mm. they've been at. They come through so, so strongly in these mm. final meals they prepared. And one of the pieces of advice I always take from you, because yeah. you know, at graduation you always speak, is that when, you're, when there's nothing more to learn, you move on. Yeah. And I think um, it's something you really do encourage your students yeah. to do, is you know, go here, get some experience there, yeah. before settling down somewhere for... No, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's all about, yeah, they must be going into work, being excited, being... Um, they, want, they must want to be yeah, there. 100%. Because also, as a chef, employing somebody you don't want somebody that doesn't really want to you're not going to be course, getting yeah, yeah you you're not get going to be getting yeah you want to be right. get the best of them you want to be getting 200 percent out of them not necessarily 90 yeah. percent so and that's yeah and there's there's always there's always somebody else to fill that gap but rather yeah. you're, somebody you're wants some, to be there yeah somebody yeah. wants to be there um but there is some yeah some phenomenal um yeah uh, we're just very lucky um yeah south africa is just fantastic yeah. for the, the quality of chefs and the quality of food that we have here Definitely, I think it is probably one of the most exciting times and in South Africa. Creative, yeah. yeah. I think in the rest of the world, you get put into boxes, and that's very much so. When I was younger, a box like at 18 years old, you can only be studying. At 25, you can only be doing this. At at 30, you might maybe chopping an onion. Yes. At 35, <laughs> you know. And then in South Africa, it really is how much you put in, you, put you in, get yeah. it. You get completely. You know, um, the the amount of passion, the amount of yeah, um, the hours. It's it all, uh, yeah, it's just, it makes it's, so much better sense here. And then, yeah. I mean, on the flip side as well, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, chefs, I think, are being uh, pushed through the ranks a bit too quickly because they're not taking that time to learn. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, Thank invariably, you. you see them fall flat. Yeah. So, so it is, yeah, it is definitely, uh, um, yeah, that is very true also. Yeah. So, um, but it all comes down to commitment. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, and it's being um, level-headed and grounded. Yeah. Um, that the... The stardom, like I went into chefing, it was Jamie Oliver had just launched. I'm not yeah. giving away my age. <laughs> Jamie Oliver had just launched his first recipe book, yeah. and there was still there was only the two fat ladies okay, on, on TV. TV yeah. yeah, two fat ladies on TV. Jamie Oliver, Floyd. Floyd yes. was very much so drinking his wine <laughs> and having a fantastic time. 
and that's I went into chefing because I enjoyed chefing. Yeah, you enjoyed it wasn't, cooking. I enjoyed cooking. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, produce. Yeah, you weren't I enjoyed, trying to be a rock star. No, yeah. no, I'm, and I enjoyed hard work yeah. and I grew up in a family that worked hard so it, it yeah it was it was never about everything else so I think if there's one thing to just say to to people yeah. going you know young young ones when I say I've had students from 17 years old to 55 exactly. so it depends <laughs> on what we're saying young and food young, yeah. young and food young and knowledge and food um that it's just to remain kind of level-headed yeah. to go in it for the right reasons uh, head down um, work hard head down work hard focus and if you do all of that you know the the awards and everything else will come, yeah. but but don't be worrying about that because yeah. should um, it be the goal? Yeah, it should never be the goal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because when I think when I started out, yeah, d didn't know top ten, didn't know anything about anything really. Yeah, <laughs> but I did know how to how to cook. How to cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think you know having these students around the country and working with your current students. Um, if we look at you know food trends that are happening in South Africa, does anything come to mind for the year ahead? <laughs> Yeah, anything, you know, I think since COVID, it's been, we can't really gauge it, yeah. you know, on here because we do so many different functions. Of course. Initially, when COVID, op when everything opened up, the restaurant just started booming. Yeah. But then it would, would have highs and lows. It would be like, there would be no kind of average. We, yeah. we, you can't really... Um, say that this weekend's going to be busier than that weekend or that night's going to be busier. Um, but definitely this year we found our functions have picked up hugely. Um, we are finding that people are having smaller functions okay. um, and kind of higher spend. Yeah. So smaller, so okay. more, yeah, people are getting out. We are, I think the, we've had the most amount of functions in the first month then, of the year than we ever had. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is fantastic. Um, and, the, and the spend is is definitely exactly higher right. per person. Um, and also, what I found since after COVID, never before when we had functions did people drink shooters. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now? <laughs> now, every single function. It doesn't matter if it's an 80th. Yeah. If there's like people like hobbling around. <laughs> you, you know, like people are drinking shooters. I've yeah. never before COVID. I never had to have Jagermeister. Yeah, now it's I've a, had, uh, yeah, tequila. Very it's, yeah. it's very, and it's the most exclusive functions that you like, really? really? <laughs> <laughs> so the, on the positive side, people, people are having a yeah, good time. People are, people are wanting to yeah. enjoy themselves. Yeah. On the food side, you know, I've always been about um, local, yeah. you know, and I think people are becoming... But I think people are supporting local Definitely, more. Yeah. Um, I think especially after the, lo the looting, people have found different farms that they never maybe knew about yeah. before, in, especially in KZN. And oh, I think people are celebrating different products yeah. and, and produce and things like that, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I completely agree. I think locality is very big on everyone's radar right now. We'll be back with Chef Jackie at the Jackie Cameron School of Food and Wine after this break. After Service with Steve is brought to you by Stella Artois, the internationally beloved Belgian beer crafted from hand-selected ingredients. With a brewing legacy of over six centuries, Stella Artois invites us to make time for the Life Artois, where we can slow down, savor life's moments, and share the enjoyment of good food, great music, and each other. Join me as I open a beer and chat to the country's top chefs. I'm back with Jackie Cameron. Jack, mm. so we always round off the episode by talking about something outside of the kitchen. Mm. Now, of all the chefs I know, I think you're the one who lives, breathes, eats, sleeps, everything about your job. 
being that the school is also your home. Yes. Um, but, you know, I think just in terms of downtime and balance, what, what do you find is your way to unwind? Well, I think having a, a husband yeah. and a daughter, <laughs> it has made me kind of, sort of, get some balance yeah. in my life. Um, and, yeah, I think having little Jasmine and, and Ben and having family time. Yes. You know, with my parents being here, there's nothing better than in the evenings going up, really like chaotically busy, yeah. and then going upstairs to a roast chicken cooked by my mother, and you know, like yeah, <laughs> and course. just relaxing, having a beautiful glass of wine. 100%. And, um, yeah, I think, and also having, you know, my school on the premises, we all live here, I have students that live on the premises, I can, it can be tea break or it can be lunch break and I can go and see Jasmine. Yeah. So it's not that I don't see her for the whole day. Um, and I think that's really, really special. And I know a lot of the students and a lot of the students' parents have yeah. said they really do appreciate that I am a mother. Yeah. Um, that there's, you know, that there's an understanding of mother, you know, son, exactly. mother, daughter kind of relationship. And yeah. I, I really do think it ha has added another dimension to my offering, of to course, what, I, what yeah. I'm offering here, because I kind of can understand where the parents are coming from. No, definitely. Um, so, yeah, the, the balance is, is family time, yeah. I would say, full on. Fantastic. That, yeah. yeah, as you say, <laughs> it, it, everyone has a different kind of something that feeds yeah. their soul. Yeah. And I mean, Jasmine is just the cutest kid, and <laughs> it's amazing to see her through the school always, and yeah. how you know, the students all love her. And she is, but the thing is, is that when she was born, those yeah. first students that when she, because now she's two and a half, yeah. they come back here and they're like, oh, Jasmine. <laughs> and like, Jasmine doesn't remember that. <laughs> so, so that's the, you know, and I know how we, or I know growing up, yeah. I always had that uncle or aunt and, or that, that great uncle or aunt yeah. or whatever cousin that would come and say, you don't remember me. Now, Jasmine's going to have all yeah, the batches yeah. of students. <laughs> but it is really, like, I remember one of the first the students were doing a practical upstairs and she was tiny. She couldn't even walk, yeah. but she like crawled and she got a, a, a shaping dish okay. and she got a whisk and she, and she just started whisk. She was whisking. I think it was like a, a, like flour or something in it, but I was amazed. Like she was holding that whisk and properly she and she it. was, she was whisking. Yeah. And I had never, the amount that she has picked up just by, you know, I, yeah. I, I would have loved to have been in her situation, you know, um, all the knowledge that she is that just, she's, just she's naturally up. just picking yeah. up and learning is um, I took a photo of her the other day the students were doing a function and we had a few chairs along here okay. and she was like peering over watching the side the, watching it yeah. so she, she so, yeah she is picking up so much do you have an aspiring way. young chef in the ah, making I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her no no yeah. no um, <laughs> I do know that you know obviously uh, she's she's Jasmine Vessels and yes. obviously it's Jackie Cameron's school uh, of one, but it's Jasmine Cameron, Cameron vessels, okay. so the initials are the same. So there, there's opportunity there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, no, Jackie, thank you so much for taking time to talk. No, thank you. Always great to be at the school. Yeah. I'm not going to keep you any longer. We've got a whole lot of students that need to get taught. Yeah. So yeah, thank, thank you. you for your time. No, thank you very much. It's been wonderful chatting and real Always. treat to yeah. be chatting here with you. Thank Fantastic. you, Steve. Thanks, Jackie. This was an episode of After Service with Steve. Next time, we'll be sitting down with Chef Ashley Moss. If you enjoyed this episode of After Service with Steve, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. After Service with Steve is brought to you by Stella Artois.